0: Well, hello there, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be covering narrative writing, uh, but more specifically, how to easily incorporate one specific strategy that's going to help your students compose a strong narrative. And if you're already finished with school, which I am so jealous about by the way, today's episode is still relevant because you can take this simple and effective strategy and implement it at the beginning of the school year as well. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host, from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. Okay, so the reason why I wanted to cover narrative writing on the podcast now is because Well, I've noticed that a lot of teachers plan a narrative writing unit toward the beginning of the year, which is something that I actually do as well. Um, In fact, I have a whole narrative writing unit planned around students' names that I use like right when we go back to school. But what I've seen happen is that narrative writing kind of drops off after that, meaning it maybe isn't touched upon again throughout the rest of the year. So it's something that's taught right at the beginning and then isn't seen again. So if you still have some time with your students, if you're still in school like I am right now, I'm gonna challenge you to try to add like a small narrative writing assignment before the year ends. So that's my challenge to you. And I'm not talking some crazy like four week narrative writing unit, (laughs) nothing like that by any means. Don't add something to to your already completely full plate right at the end of the school year. No, I don't want you to do that. Just keep it simple. But something that's simple that also allows our students an opportunity to be creative just that one last time with their writing before the school year ends. So if you're up for this challenge and you're ready to implement a quick and easy narrative writing unit as the year winds down, let's talk about the most effective strategy that I've found for teaching narratives successfully in middle school. And you know what? Even if you don't decide to use a narrative unit before the end of the year, I want you to keep this idea in like your back pocket, in the back of your mind for when you do teach narratives next year because it is super easy and it makes a huge difference in our students' writing. So this is a very simple strategy, but it really helps students set the tone for composing a strong narrative. So our tip is that you have your students write their lead first and their ending first. And then they fill in the rest of their narrative. And this works perfectly, especially for personal narratives, because students most likely already have that ending in mind, right? They already know what they're going to be finishing, how they're going to be finishing their story, since it's something that they've experienced themselves. They're writing about an experience from their past. And I actually also really like to compare this to how we as teachers backwards plan our content. We put everything together for a unit or a lesson with the end in mind, and it makes planning and filling everything in so much easier. Well, this same concept is in practice in this way with narratives, but for our students. So I'm going to walk you through how it works step-by-step and then how to set it up in your classroom as well. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to introduce leads to your students. So if this is the first time you're teaching narratives or the first time you're teaching leads, you really want to spend some time going over the various types of leads in narrative writing. I'm talking things like snapshots, flashbacks, questions, et cetera, like interesting ways to begin their narrative. And then what I like to do is I actually like to have students compose three different leads for their narrative. So that way they can practice with a few of them before they ultimately choose their strongest lead for their final draft. And this makes a huge difference as opposed to just telling students, "Okay, uh, go ahead and write about like the first part of your story of your narrative. That's what I used to do, right, when I first started teaching narratives, and it doesn't work. It's so vague. Students really need help and hand-holding with how to begin their narratives. And so teaching them the different types of leads and then also having them write three different kinds of leads can make a huge difference for really improving their overall narrative strategy, right, and how they're composing their narrative. It makes a huge difference in practicing with those with three different leads. Or you could just do two if you wanted to, you didn't have time for three, etc. But it really does make a difference in elevating their writing and taking it to the next level. So then, after I have them write their leads, there three different leads. Then I have students. We talk about the different endings for narratives. So things like you know the circular ending, a reflection ending, a lesson learned ending, things along those lines. And again, we go over. We use you know mentor texts. We talk about what they are, what's included in each type of different ending for a narrative. And then again, students choose three different types of endings that they're going to compose an ending for for their narrative. So even though the main idea of the ending will remain consistent, right? It's always going to be the same because that's how their story ended with their personal narratives. Students can change how they filter it. So they can go with the different types of endings. So do they explain a lesson learned? Or does their ending tie back into the lead that they composed? And again, after they've written their three different endings, they'll choose which of their endings is the strongest that they want to use for their drafting process. And so by writing their lead and their ending first, students now have a super clear roadmap Of where they need to end up. So what happens is that final, with that final destination in mind, right? As the students have that final destination in the back of their mind that this is where their story is going to, students can now focus on only including relevant information throughout their story. And that's huge, right? That makes a huge difference in their writing because it helps them avoid that habit that I see all the time. I used to see all the time before I started doing this, especially with my fifth graders. When I taught fifth grade, this was a major problem. But them writing the words, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then this happened. And it's like, oh my gosh. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. I am sure if you've ever taught narratives before. So using the leads and the endings in this way, really helps avoid that because they're much more concise and consistent and they know where the story is going to end up. So again, going back to that idea of us as teachers backwards planning our content with the end in mind, students are doing that same exact thing. So they don't kind of go off on some crazy tangent. They are very focused on getting toward their ending. So that's kind of how it works. That's the main tip. I mean, this is quick and easy. It is introduce the leads, have them practice writing a lead, Introduce endings and have them practice writing three different types of endings as well. So, teaching narratives is actually my second favorite genre of writing to teach next to literary analysis. And if you're one of the students in our online professional development course, you know that my love for literary analysis runs deep. Even if you follow us on Instagram, on social media, you know that is my thing. That is what I talk about all the time. I love teaching literary analysis. But Talking about narrative writing, I think one of my favorite parts about teaching narratives is that it allows me the opportunity to create like just fun narrative writing opportunities for my kids. Right? Literary analysis is so academic, it's so focused on the story, but narratives can be much more engaging, right? We can write about such interesting things about our past and stories about who we are. And so I love that piece of narrative writing. So that's our tip. That's the tip for the day is to have your students write their leads and their endings first. So one other thing that I do want to talk to you about that I've kind of been keeping a secret um, is that Jessica, my just incredible business partner, she is the brilliant mind behind all of the curriculum that we create. I mean, she's just so freaking smart. Um, She and I have been really, really hard at work creating an incredible online professional development course specifically for teaching narrative writing. And it includes everything, I mean, from A to Z, that you could possibly need to not just teach narrative writing successfully, but to teach it easily, right? And that's what we're looking for, success and ease. When teaching is just so many other things, right? To have certain things done for us is just a huge help in terms of getting rid of some of that overwhelm that we experience on essentially a daily basis, right, as teachers. Um, So be on the lookout for that. That'll be coming very soon within the next month or so. And then the other thing that I want to tell you about is that we also will be uh, hosting... A free masterclass on teaching narrative writing as well. And that'll be coming out kind of towards the end of June. So I want you to get on the waitlist for that free masterclass because we will only have a certain number of spots for people available. So head over to ebacademics.com forward slash narratives. Um, and it will just ask you for your name and your email address. They'll put you on the waitlist, And then as soon as registration becomes available for that free masterclass, we will send you an email. So you will be one of the very first, First, people to know about registration opening for that. So be on the lookout um, for an email from us towards the end of June, but head over there right now, right after you listen to this episode, ebacademics.com forward slash narratives, to make sure that you are one of the very first people to know so that you can secure your free seat. Okay. That is it. Um, I'm signing off for now. I will see you guys next Tuesday and I'm excited to see uh, hopefully all of you in that free masterclass uh, towards the end of June. All right. Have a good week, you guys. I'll talk to you later.